Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Hey, welcome everybody to the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast. I am Dale Luganbill. Thank you very much for joining me. Welcome to this week's weekend recap and rant. Uh, it's not super crazy. I really only did like one thing. Uh, so Saturday, went and uh, boy that was really announce it that was really announcer like so saturday i went fishing uh <laughs> anyways my first open water adventure um i joined joel uh, actually i think it was both of ours first open water adventure of the 2021 season and uh, so we headed over to wisconsin where the bass season is open for catch and release for all those haters out there that like to just peruse social media and every time somebody's holding a bass they like to uh berate them saying that the season isn't open sure wish we could keep the virtue signaling garbage on uh to politics and and keep it out of our fishing and outdoor pages that'd be great huh we should try that maybe we just assume people aren't breaking the law every time you see a picture like people are just waiting to get in a fight. Anyways, should save that for the rant. <laughs> Let's get back to the recap. Let's do that. So um, it was nice and warm, 80 degrees, you know, like a week or so ago. And then, yeah, no, when it's time to go fishing, what is it? It's cold, 48 degrees, windy, you know, whatever. <laughs> Dress for it. It's not so bad. Um, But we didn't catch a lot of fish, but we caught quality fish. So we went out. And uh, I think it was like Joel's second cast. He hooks into a really nice one, and it was over four. And then, I don't know, wasn't that many casts later, hooks into another one, another tub, another one over four. So we started, you know, keeping track of them on the, the Rapala scale there. Um, starting to get frustrated because I wasn't getting any bites. And then uh, I finally hooked one, and that went, I don't remember. It was It was three... Three and change, or was it over four? I don't know. I remember, I remember contributing one that was over four. 
And it's like this little tiny spot on the spot on this lake that we go to. It's like it's like super tiny. And thankfully, Joel upgraded his boat this year, and he got a, an Ultrek. So we were able to, for once, hit that magic spot lock button instead of cursing the fishing gods like, oh, if we only had spot lock. Well, we did this time, and it I think it helped immensely. Because this is such a spot on the spot, like boat control is everything. Different angles that you approach it and just not having to pay attention to boat control. I mean, just that in and of itself, you can just cast and pay attention to your retrieve. And it was huge. And because you're basically, we're throwing jigs and we had to just like drag them. And there was rocks down there and then it would kind of fall off the ledge. And then that's when you would get hit. Joel was definitely getting bit more than I was, and he was using a heavier jig, though. I was only using, like, a 3-8 ounce, and he had a half ounce, and that, I think, actually made a big difference because uh, he was able to maintain um, connection with the bottom because it was a pretty steep drop-off. It was dropping off to, like, you know, 18, 20 feet, so fairly deep. Some of them were shallow, but some of them were kind of, you know, right on that transition area. And uh, so when that spot cooled down, then we – Went and checked some other spots and kind of worked shoreline and some weed patches. And mostly, I think, the, a jerkbait. We got a few on a jerkbait. Trying to remember now. We threw a chatterbait for a while. I don't think we got any fish on that. We threw a spinnerbait for a while. Joel threw a crankbait. He got a couple on the crank, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but for the most part, it was jerkbaits everywhere except for that one spot which was the jig bite. And, uh, yeah, we fished around the lake and caught, you know, we started to kind of catch a few more, but there were the little ones, you know, one-pounders, two-pounders, not adding to our total bag. And then we'd let that spot rest and go back to it. And then we added a couple more big ones. It's like shortly after you get there, it's always like the first few casts, like, boom, you're going you're gonna to hook up. And then uh, so we just kind of kept – we hit it a few times throughout the course of the day, but we'd, you know, let it rest once the bite died down, which, again, like I said, you're only getting like two or three fish off it at any one stop. Um, but, man, did it – it was good to get back on the water, even though it was cold. Um, just, God, that first that first bite and then that hook set and that rod loading up, and you're just like, oh. There it is. There's that glorious feeling. And when it's a good fish and you feel that rod, oh, God, is there anything better than that? That is so awesome. Uh, like I said, we didn't catch a lot, but we caught quality on that one spot. And uh, had it been a tournament, now granted, we were, it would have been a team effort, not a single person endeavor. But had it been a team we would have weighed a pretty good bag. We had just under 23 pounds. And we tried, 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 tried. We had one. That fifth fish was just it's like three and three quarters pound. And we were really trying to get all top five over four. But couldn't get it done. And the biggest one, we would have been nice to get a five. But it was 4.98. So as about as close to five as you can get without actually being five. But, God, that was... I mean, to start the year off with almost 23 pounds, 
Man, there is nothing better than that. I had brought the panfish route out, but wasn't sure if we were going to use it, if it was slow. And there was a couple times we went over some pretty good schools of of panfish. Pretty sure there were crappies, and I was tempted, but because we were catching those good big bass, I uh, I didn't want to. Uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't drag myself away from that. So that's pretty much all I did this weekend. Um, we thought the weather was going to be even crappier on Sunday, calling for wind and cold, and then so I ended up uh, booking myself to help my daughter out with some household stuff. And then, uh, man, the weather really wasn't that bad. I don't know why I put so much faith in the weather, man. They're wrong all the time, so that figures. We should have went fishing again, but but didn't. Um, but it was good, though. I got some stuff done that I need to get done, and uh, so we'll just go this weekend. Um Although I have a, a club meeting for Loon State Bassmasters on a Saturday morning. And then I think the plan is, I hope the plan is, to go bow fishing Saturday night. And then maybe we will fish Saturday or uh, Sunday morning. So we'll see. I might have a little bit busier recap for next week. However, I do want to make a phone call because somebody else has, like, killer news. Let's ring them up here. Hello, oh, you've reached David Paycheck no. Fishing and Outdoors. No, I didn't. Sorry, but I'm probably out on the lake catching a bunch of bigs. But please leave your <laughs> name, number, and a brief message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I'm done reeling in this fish. Oh, my God, David, that's awesome. All right, I got to try to call him again. It didn't even ring. It went, like, went straight, straight to voicemail. Uh, So he did a thing recently. All right, let's. he must be on the other other line because it like i said it went straight to voicemail i thought he picked up that fast hold on let's try this again calling 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 if it goes straight to voicemail again all right here we go hello here we go he must be on the other line phone's phone is just blowing up why, hello, Mr. Dale. <laughs> What's up, Paycheck? <laughs> What's going on, dude? <laughs> Nothing. This is uh, attempt number two. It went straight to voicemail the first time I called you. So now the whole world knows what your voicemail sounds like. <laughs> for real? <laughs> are, you, are you messing with me or yeah, for real? I'm leaving. That's for real, dude. And I'm leaving. That's cool. That's cool, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get your first call. I don't know what happened. Oh, it's weird. Like, it went straight to voicemail i mean didn't ring once i was like oh man that dude's just sitting at the switch waiting for my call and then it was uh your your sweet vocal tones just on a recorded message (laughs) (laughs) a couple of my buddies have called and been like they thought it was actually me talking to them at first (laughs) oh that was that was a thing back when like voicemail was brand new we uh i'm aging myself but uh one of the fun new things to do and then it got old real quick was to you would literally go hello hello yeah, hello yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you're like yeah. ah just kidding leave you know leave a message at the beep or whatever and oh god funny to do but really irritating when you call somebody else and you just start talking you're like hey what's up dude hey can you hear me hello? yeah you can't hear me and then all of a sudden they go into their message you're like oh you son of a <laughs> I bet I, I bet you could get away with that nowadays too, Dale. Oh, you probably I could. I, maybe I should bring it back. 
No, I'm not going to. That's just no, you should, dude. No. You should, Dale. You should, Dale. That'd be so funny. Uh, I don't think that's a great way to get clients. No, <laughs> probably not. Piss, no, they're like piss them off right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, right. As you wait to like hour two in the boat before I really start pissing them off. But, um, <laughs> just do it. No, just doing my recap here and uh, went through my boring recap. But you've got some news. You went and did a thing. Yeah, dude. I, 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 oh, uh, no. Hold on. Breaking up. Want a BFL, dude? Can you believe it? There it goes. Yeah, you were just breaking up, but I yeah, thought dude. you want a BFL. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that matters. It doesn't matter where you win yeah. one as long as you win one, right? Yeah, literally. Dude, it was past, It was posted on Facebook, and you didn't even call me. You didn't even shoot me. Uh, Snapchat, nothing like your biggest fan, biggest supporter, and I had to learn through Facebook that you had want to, <laughs> you had want to BFL. I know, I know. Isn't that crazy, dude? That that this little kid from Minnesota moves, packs all of his stuff up, and moves down to Florida, and in less than a year, I decide to pitch the BFLs for the first time and win one on just... Oka freaking Chobe. Yeah, on the big on one of the biggest lakes in the country. Yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. that's just Dude, I saw that. I was like <laughs> I just think I just sent you a text or a Snapchat. I can't remember what it was. I was like, "What did you do?" Uh, that was so awesome, dude. I'm super pumped for you. Like I, I can't well, thank- I, it's almost like me winning it. Like I, dude. I was dude, I was jacked up when I saw it. I was like, "You've got to be shitting me. This is awesome." I'm the, I'm the same way with my friends, dude. Like if they do well, dude, like I'm I'm super happy for them. My co-anglers, dude, like my co-angler got a check too. So like, that's how I roll, dude. Like we're all out here to have a bunch of fun and and catch some fish. So so let's do it, man. Heck yeah, dude. Walk Come. walk us through it real quick. Um. So I had a, a only a couple days of practice. Um. I was gonna go down Easter weekend, but. Uh, plans came up as most of you guys know, probably they only got things going on around Easter. So I had stuff going on and I only got Wednesday and Thursday and I went down there Wednesday and, uh, drove around for a little bit. And, uh, then I, I couldn't find anything. And then I, I, I pulled into this one little pocket area in the middle of the afternoon and proceeded to catch like a four and a three and a half. And then I was like, okay, I'm leaving this area because I don't want to stick them all. And I, I just kept on pushing further and further and further away from the area. And I just kept on catching fish and caught 21 pounds in two or three different areas. And I was like. Dang. Oh, no. Dropped call. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, the story was just getting good. Hold on. I got to call him back. Well, that's just ridiculous. I wonder if it's me. I'm down in the cave, but I bet it goes to voicemail. Oh, no, there it goes. <laughs> oh, man, what the, what the heck happened? I don't know, dude. Yeah. Just <laughs> dropping calls, technical difficulties. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And we're back. <laughs> uh, it was just getting good. Wh- you were pushing the fish I out. <laughs> I was, I just kept on going out of this little, this little area and I just kept on fishing. I was like, there's no way they're still in this stuff. There's no way. Like, 
how far out can I push this? Cause I want to be able to figure out, you know, like where it ends for a tournament. So I like don't wander around too far or waste time. And I just, I just kept on catching them that, that afternoon and evening and proceeded to catch 21 pounds. And I was like, this never happens on the first day of practice. Like, you know, like, and it wasn't even hard. It was literally pretty easy. Um, so then I went into Thursday and I was like, what am I even going to do? Like, I pretty much got a starting spot. I got a pretty decent sized area. I just went out there and I, I milled around even more and just kept on driving around. And then I found one more spot that's kind of in the area, but not really in the area. And it's a little more sneaky. And turns out that that spot that I found that one spot on that whole day on Thursday turned out to save me. Um, because I only had like two fish at like 10 30 or 11 and we went over to this other area and then I was able to finish off my limit. Uh, I took and I called uh, a couple times and then, uh, we went back to the original area with only about an hour left. And I was like, okay, I know the bite's slow, but they're good. The sun's got up. We're fishing pretty shallow. So hopefully, you know, just a couple fish moved in here and we can, we can upgrade our bags. And at this time I had maybe, I don't know, I think it must've been, if I'm doing my math, right. Uh, let's see here, 16 pounds or something, 17 pounds. And I caught a, I proceeded to catch a four pounder dude with nice. 10 minutes left to go. So I dude, I just, I took my hat off, my glasses off. I laid on the front deck. I just looked up at the sky like, I just, I couldn't believe it, dude. It was, like, so surreal. Like, um, you don't get many opportunities in this game. I mean, there's only five of these a year down here. Um, and this is the fourth one, and I somehow pulled it out of the hat, dude. Like, That's awesome. Just epic. Just just absolutely epic. What was your final weight? Uh, 20 pounds, four ounces. Nice. And I had a I had a seven pounder blow up at me in the morning, and just barely missed my bait. And I pulled it away from her. Oh no! It was it was a rookie mistake. Yeah, like I was all amped up because of that that practice day. And it's like it's nine thirty, and like I don't got a fish still. And I'm like, man, this never happens. I had missed like two other fish prior to that, <clears throat> and uh, I thought I had bl- blown it with that seven pounder. Just literally, she jumped clear out of the oh. air. There was. No water underneath her. I maybe made one or two cranks, if that, as soon as the bait hit the water and she just jumped and I pulled it away from her. Like, um, but hey, it didn't, it didn't burn me. Usually it burns you in these tournaments, especially, you know, when these guys are all local, local hammers, like they all grew up on these different lakes down here and, and they know every nook and cranny where there's every five pounder, six pounder, seven pounder out there. So that must have been eating um, at you though throughout the day especially when you only had like two fish uh it, it was bothering me for a little bit because uh the first one the first one that actually caught was my biggest one of the day it was like five and a half i want to say it was maybe six um and i caught it literally at 9 30 within casting distance of two other boats and they were like oh man we wanted that one i was like well, <laughs> well sorry 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 guys like what's up like we all just were milling around the same area um yeah and then like after that that seven pounder like maybe 15 minutes after that that fish missed it and then i lost another one i was telling my co-angler like 
this never happens to paycheck like paycheck fish is like super <laughs> super super clean all the time like and that's what you got to do during a tournament yeah. in order to do well um but hey man like I, I don't know i just try to put it out of my head like i literally just knew it was a slow bite i knew there was probably enough fish in my areas i just had to make enough casts like literally just right enough enough flips enough casts enough pitches like to all the cover in my area and eventually i was gonna run into five decent fish and what um, were you throwing uh i was throwing a swim jig and a flipping jig i use a swim jig though kind of like a flipping jig as well um just to just to kind of like keep it simple in my head i don't like i don't need to have a big huge flipping weight and stuff like that i literally just just use the same bait man like just just keep the rod in your hand that way you're not switching back and forth all day long you just keep it simple in your mind man that's and, that's how i try to do it and how are you so you weren't really working it like a swim jig you weren't just swimming it back what were you dragging it hopping it uh i was hopping it and dragging it and i was flipping it i okay. would say i was it was it was mostly casting it but there was other targets in the area you know uh buggy whips and kasimi grass and stuff like that you could pitch to the edges and stuff so Okay. Um, but mo- most of my most of my fish came on like casting it and kind of getting it way as far away from the boat as possible. I think that was super key. Um, a lot of guys, it seemed like they weren't casting that far away from the boat, and I mean, I'm only fishing in three and a half feet of water. Um, Crazy. And there's a lot, and there's a lot of boats around around me and stuff like that. So you just, in order to get those fish to bite, I feel like you just got to get get your bait a little bit further away from from the boat whether it's making long flips and pitches or long long casts so well okeechobee um, is so massive but yet it's relatively shallow like how do you how do you break that lake down um it's it's actually more simple than you think um so okeechobee's super shallow but there's there's constantly mud in like the center of the lake and it's it's because it's so shallow and there's so much muck that the wind will literally just blow that muck back and forth. So if you, if you have like a tournament out there on a Saturday, like we did, and we had a South wind on Thursday and Friday, pretty hard out of the South. Um, you pretty much can just write off the whole North end, unless you're fishing like way, way, way back in the stuff. Cause the wind will blow all the muck that way. And then it'll pull all the clean water out of the, out of the stuff on the South end further and further out into the lake it's really it's really trippy and then like if you go out there the next day or the day after and you have a north wind all of a sudden the exact opposite happens all that water pushes up into the south side and all that mud moves up in there and then the north end has all that water pull out of the out of the weeds and out of the the reeds and the cassini grass and it all starts clearing up again and you pretty much just have to Pretty much just have to find three things. You have to find clear water, hard bottom, and a mix of different weeds. And if you find those three things, you'll you'll catch them. Uh-huh. Is there ever like a like a like a mud clear water transition? Like do they ever use that as like a structure um, there, out there? If it's yeah, a hard you, enough line? Yeah, you you probably could. Yeah. I mean I I think if you find one of those three things you'll find fish i think if you find two of those three things you'll find more fish and better fish and if you find all three you literally will You're find smiling. something to maybe yeah you, you'll be able to find something that wins a bfl so uh, <laughs> what would you know about that 
<laughs> just just a little bit. Um, but it's it's funny, dude. Like I I didn't think you wouldn't think that going to Okeechobee or Florida that there's rocks down here like Minnesota. I haven't hit anything on any lake in Florida except for Okeechobee. I hit something last year with my old boat um, with my motor and prop and dinged it up a little bit. And then practicing for this this event, I was fishing in my area and I went to take off. And dude, I took a huge chunk out of my skag. Like, Bro, so now, you just got that yeah, boat. Yeah. Got it. But hey, man, like I, <laughs> it just confirms exactly what you're looking for down here. That sure. That there's rocks and yeah, there's gravel bottom. and sand. Yeah, and hard bottom in these areas. So, um, otherwise you can just stick your tip down in the in the water too. I do that a lot too. So to to what is that? Uh, so how's that set you up now for season? Uh, it sets me up really, really good. So I was, I was 27th going into this event after, after three, um, after I had just gotten 13th at Toho, which was super cool. And then I had an opportunity to win that one. Um, just needed one more, just giant bite. I would have, I would have probably won that one too, which would have been absolutely epic. Um, but I was 27th after that one. Now, after this one, I'm, I'm ninth. But it technically doesn't even matter because uh, the winners get to fish the regional. So the, okay. the five the five winners and the top forty five guys in points after the season ends are the guys that get to go fish the regionals. And the our regional is Choo uh, uh, Choo Gator uh, Bulldog and then another one. And it just happens to be thirty minutes down the road on the St. Johns River in October. So nice. Um, I haven't spent one day on there yet, but hey, man, I only spent two days this year on Okeechobee, and I won. I won the BFL, but well, and it's um, not. What'd you say? It's in October. It's in October, yeah, and well, so, I, I mean, mean got, not only do you got plenty of time, but whatever bite you found today ain't gonna make ain't much gonna really apply. in October. No, no, no. I'm just literally gonna spend countless nights scanning that river up and down, up and down. Sure. Looking for anything that I can to 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 try to win that thing because if I win that thing, man, I get another another one of these sweet silver trophies and I I get a brand new Phoenix. So Woo! that was the that I, I, the, what's what's Maycheck gonna do? He has three, he'll have three bass boats sitting in the driveway. Bro, I have a birthday coming up. Just saying, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably have to give you my. I don't know. I'll probably have to give you the Phoenix because I don't know that I want to get rid of this nice Ranger. It's a pretty lucky Ranger. The Ooh. the the owner I bought it from is from Iowa, and the only reason he sold this Ranger to me last year. Was he won a boat out of this boat? So, oh wow, um, wow. that a, that would be boat. that would be pretty cool, dude. So you might you might get a brand new Phoenix this October. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I really got to pull for you. Not that I wouldn't be, I wasn't anyways. But that's awesome, dude. Uh, just man, just everything your story right now it just makes me smile. That you you pulled up, chased a dream, went down there. You, you set a goal to do well in the BFL to, to, you know, make the regionals. You've done that. You won one. You've done that. And you're, yep. it seems like your guide service is, is popping off. I'm seeing more and more pictures of people catching their PBs down there with the old Captain Paycheck, and I'm loving it. Yeah, dude. I'm bat- I'm pretty sure I'm batting 1,000 uh, for PBs, for, for getting guys their PBs down here. It's pretty pretty cool. Guys are catching sevens and eights and – and just having a ball, dude, and that's really what it's all about. Like, 
just coming down to Florida and being able to fish and have the opportunity to be able to catch a fish of a lifetime. So yeah, definitely need to get down there and get one of them Florida's drains under my belt for sure. Dude, I'll find I'll find a sneaky lake down here where there's a good chance that we can catch one around ten. Oh, and and that would just be that would just be sick. So that would be extremely sick. Have Have you stuck one yet down there? I ten. I no the big no. I got my personal best the week before the Toho BFL, and that's actually how I found that area. I was like, shoot, there's an eight ten around here. Okay, let me let me see let me see what else is around here. And that's how I found found the spot. Yep. And no, it was not on a shiner. I did not catch my personal best on a shiner. <laughs> that's right. Because a lot. That's what a lot of guys use, like guides down there, are using on Okeechobee, isn't it? Big giant shiners. Yep. Yeah, guys will use shiners. I'll I'll throw shiners when I got a guide trip, just because it helps, you know, keep the fish, you know, keeps the rod bends and stuff yep, like that. Yep, so, yep. but and then I'll just have clients fish with push with artificials. So. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's cool. Eight, 10, I'm shooting for that 10. I, I I'll probably get one around 10. Oh, you'll get I would it imagine eventually sometime. for sure. You put yeah. enough time down there. And that's yeah. kind of the other thing too. Everybody's like, Oh, go down to Okeechobee and catch a 10 pounder. Cause it's that easy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they yeah. have them, but it isn't like you're, you know, catching bluegills off a dock or something. Like it's, it's still a feat to get a, even down there oh. to get, finally get one that's in the double digits. So. I, I bet, Dale, I bet in every little retention pond down here, I bet there's an 8-plus plus pound fish. But, I mean, they're they're not that common as people probably think they are. Yeah. They're, it's it's so much easier in Minnesota to just literally pick a shoreline. You can catch two-pounders all day long. It's not like that in Florida. They're in very, very specific areas, and you could go easily go out there without a guide and, and blank. Um but that's why there's so many guides down here, you know, right. Like you just hire a guide for a few hours. You'll figure out kind of what to do. And then next time you come down here with your own boat, then it's not that big of a deal anymore, but right. it's definitely, it's definitely a foreign type of fishing because all the lakes are under 15 feet of water. There's grass that grows in the middle of the lakes. It grows randomly. Like, um, it's hydrilla, which is nothing that nobody fishes up in Minnesota. So it's no. it's completely different, those but I'm, big, I'm getting used to it now. Those those big floating mats, the hydrilla? Yeah, the, those those are those are hyacinth. Oh, I mean, hyacinth. there is floating. Yeah, hyacinth. Yeah, that's got they got little like flowers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When you hear about guys punching, that's that's what they're punching. They're punching is those, but stuff. yeah, that that bite pretty much is done now. Though that's pretty much like a a winter bite where like the sun will like beat those mats up a little bit. Like they'll warm them up. They'll warm all that muck up and then those fish will sit right underneath there. But shoot, man, we've already had like, I don't know, five or six 90 degree plus (gasps) days already. Like it's, it's going to get hot here in the next month, but it's all good, dude. I can, I can catch a 10 pounder in the middle of a 90 degree day. I don't, and it'll make me happy. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it should. Dude, that's awesome. So, I'm super stoked for you, dude. That trophy looks nice. Uh, thank you so much, man. man. I'm going to wait all the way to October to see how, how you're going to do that. That part kind of yeah. sucks, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've contemplated actually going up and fishing another BFL in another division. Or maybe next year, if I time it right. I didn't time it right this year. I'll actually – I think I can actually work it to where I, I fish two BFL divisions. 
but fish another one that's not in my regional. So then you can qualify for two different regions. Okay. So if you do that, then you have an actually opportunity at getting two different boats. <laughs> then you're going to have a, you're going to have how, to get a garage. How, how, cra- <laughs> how, cra- how crazy would that be? That would be pretty crazy. A garage, Dale. I'll have to get a pole barn. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get a you gotta get a boat garage, six stall yeah. boat garage. Yeah, six stall. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over, Dave's full service guide yes, service. Like that's awesome. We got a boat for everybody. <laughs> that's awesome. That oh shit, sick, dude. Man. Well, man, yeah. I bet you're stoked. I'm super stoked for you. Like that was, that was awesome. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's a it's a cool feather in my cap to be able to come down here and and just beat these guys, man. Like, these guys are so, so good. These guys have literally fished, fished these lakes their entire life, and I haven't even been here a full year, and somehow I, I was able to do it. So Well, I know you're going to work your ass off and uh, just be the hardest working one on the water down there, and uh, hopefully you can you get that Phoenix, man. That would be That'd be awesome. Get on that national stage. Just don't forget us little guys. No, I won't. I won't forget anyone <laughs> of you guys. You guys are all my buddies. You're more than welcome to jump in my boat. Like anytime, like I, yeah, I appreciate all the support that everybody's given me. I, I, I don't know if you've seen that post on Minnesota Bass. Yep, Heads, I've been watching it. There's, there's over like a hundred comments on it now and I'll, I'll make an official post. I think tomorrow I've been just kind of, relaxing and kind of enjoying it just myself and for a little wrong bit, with that so. dude soak it in yeah that's awesome so thank you so much dale yeah. i really really appreciate dude, it so. my pleasure and uh um, might happen i might see you sooner than later we'll see try to trying to put yeah. some stuff together so if anybody wants to contact me it's on uh on my instagram david paycheck fishing or uh facebook david paycheck fishing so do it or, we'll catch a pb Awesome. They it's will. Snow, they it will. snowed this... today up here, David. It did. It did not, dude. It, it was, was 90, snowing it was, today. It was ninety degrees here today. Dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So anybody who's pissed off for the fact that it was snowing today, just take a break. Call me go, up. Yeah. Go yeah. down there. Go fishing with paycheck. Get her done. A blast. Yeah, Make we'll have jealous. a blast. We'll just. Yeah, you're you're gonna be down here in a couple months, dude. Come down to ICAST, dude. Come down to ICAST. Oh, July. if they have it, if they have it, I'm I'm coming for sure. I think there's I think there's gonna be a good chance they'll have it, so I totally actually I would, forgot I, about that. Well let me know if you hear anything before I hear anything, let me know because for sure. Okay. I'll call a few guys, local guys here that have gone to iCast a bunch of times. I'll give them a call and, yeah. and see what's up. Cause dude, iCast is the deal, dude. iCast is so cool. Like it's literally all the industry industry companies and you know, all the brand new products and you'll be able to vote on them and see them before anybody else. Like oh, it's, it's seriously line up podcast guests like crazy. You dude, you could, no joke. You could literally just go to like all these, these companies and be like, Hey, you want to talk about your new bait? Yep. I got a podcast. Like let's do it every day of the show. All three days. You just line up a bunch of podcasts and just pump them out. That'd be sick. We'll have a blast. Hell so, yeah, dude. Okay, man. I'm I'm, I'm waiting, dude. July, dude. July 9th, bro. Is that one it is? He's, he's penciling it in right now. Ooh, I need to. I need, I'm I, pretty sure, I need to make sure I block that off just in case. Uh, I don't know the exact date. I just know it's around oh, my birthday. Okay, it's right and around my birth, that time. My, yeah, my birthday's July 9th, so I know it's going to be around there. So Right on, dude. Awesome. But Cool, dude. Thank you, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, Appreciate no, thank, you. 
Hey, you're the first Dude. person I've had live on my recap. Really? Yeah. No way. Get well, yeah, here. I don't usually put people on the recap. It's just usually me doing a solo episode, just kind of get keeping everybody caught up to what's going on in the outdoor world. But I just felt this was too good of an opportunity to just Dude, spit well, it out. I, I still have I still have other tournaments too. Not not just in October. I have uh, I'm also fishing the pro ams uh florida pro-ams to try to make the florida state team so which would be just like absolutely amazing because i don't know how many guys have not only made the minnesota state team but but made the florida state team well keep keep me keep me updated and i'll keep everybody else updated well you you keep having success i'll keep having you on how about that okay well i think i'll be on a bunch (laughs) i love it all right it's gonna be the dale and paycheck show in no time yeah dude we we could we actually could call it double d bro there you go there you go the double d show we'll get a lot more subscribers they might be disappointed once they get once they find out what it's about but (laughs) we'll get get that one click anyways heck yeah dude heck yeah millions and millions of clicks that's what it's about dude awesome thank you again so much seriously for all your support dude like it means it means the world to me so you got it man i'm having fun watching you so if you ever if you ever need anything you got my number just give me a holler i got you bro same right back at you buddy cool thanks again yeah i really appreciate it we'll talk to you talk to you later dale bye yeah bye that is so freaking awesome i'm so happy for that dude uh, if you guys aren't super uh, familiar with like his story, he's been on the podcast uh, a couple times uh, recently. Actually, not not even that long ago, I had him on. So you can go back and into the archives there, the Full Scale Outdoors podcast archives, and pull up those episodes and uh, get caught up. But it's a great dude. I'm so happy that he is uh, having some success down there. And how killer would that be? to see him win a boat god that would be cool oh i'm gonna have to like watch that one live if i could i don't even know if that's possible but that will be that'd be super sick so well there's your recap mine wasn't nearly as exciting as paychecks but uh man i don't even really want to go on a rant right now like i'm just in a good mood i feel like a rant's gonna put me in a bad mood so you know what i think i'm gonna skip it i'll just say this like let's try not to be douchebags to each other like i started my a rant to start this you know like when you see somebody holding up a fish and a on a facebook post instead of assuming they're doing something wrong how about you just congratulate them nice fish that's it you don't need to be a dick you know hey season's not open yet you don't know where he's fishing bro just assume he's not breaking the law how about that we got let let the dnr do their job you just look at fish pictures and don't be a douchebag so that's uh yeah that's all i got for you as far as uh my rant goes well one word of caution though as spring is uh slowly creeping its way northwood like northwards like i said we just had a snow today here in minnesota thankfully it wasn't sticking but um i have found some ticks on me already and uh ticks are a real deal those deer ticks that lyme disease is a real deal uh both my dogs have had it now i've had it it is not fun and uh i mean my dog right now is currently she's in renal failure she's her kidneys only working about 25 percent, and they're pretty sure it's due to undiagnosed lyme disease so use the per- permethrin or per- however you say that word 
stuff with DEET, spray your boots, your pant legs. Um, turkey season here starts in Minnesota. Like, uh, well, as you're listening to this, it will have started. So, yeah, take precautions. That Lyme Z is a real deal. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So there's a mini rant and uh, a tip for you. Word of caution. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Um, got a waterfall Wednesday coming up. It's almost like double waterfall week because uh, the main episode Thursday is going to be with Mr. Joe Heinz. So stay tuned for that one. And then we'll roll back into the weekend, which I'm looking forward to. It got kind of a busy weekend coming up. So everybody be safe out there. Show me your fish pictures. Show me your turkey pictures. Jump on that Facebook uh, Full Scale Outdoors group page or just send it to my page. Tag me in it, whatever. Instagram, whatever. I want to see it. I want to hear about it. So I'm going to leave you with this. And you already know what I'm going to say. Whatever your passion, pursue it full scale. most legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment oh that's awesome don't miss thursdays with saltwater experience brought to you by golden boat lifts every thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment